Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.
Glory to God. Hallelujah, we thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh. 
in our teaching, but I believe we need to tell our sorrow and our pain bye-bye. Is that all right? Is that all right? Is that all right? Hallelujah. Amen.
troubles. Yes, they're there. Hallelujah. We know they're there, but they're bye-bye because my God has already stepped into my situation. So I am telling you bye-bye because you have no control over my mind. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because the song is specifically just saying, I believe. You know, a lot of times we say we believe, but all you got to do is watch somebody's life. See, you know they believe when they're not shaken. You know they believe They believe when their faith is not wavered, when they're not being tossed to and from. Hallelujah. Then you're able to know that they believe. Hallelujah. Because they have told their sorrows bye-bye. They have told their pains bye-bye. They have told their troubles bye-bye. So you got to know how to tell your situation bye-bye. Because you have no control over me. So bye-bye. See, you got to know how to just sit in the way. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. So we just give our praise on if that's okay. Hallelujah. We're going to go right into the teaching. We thank you for joining us Unlimited Grace Prayer Ministry. Where our overseer is Pastor Joel L. As the more glory to God. I'm Apostle Robin. And we're in our 31 day of Proverbs journey. Hallelujah. Day 16. Chapter 16. I'm excited. 40 day of prayer marathon that is on November the 9th. And we got some more great um, announcements at the end. But I feel like giving God a praise if that's okay. Because I believe, see, I believe in him. Why? Because he is so awesome. He's marvelous. He continues to do things over and over into my life. Amen? I believe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's just praise him just a little bit longer. Come on, come on. It's something about praising, something about worshiping God. Hallelujah. Not worshiping man, but giving God the praise. No positions, you may not see no singers or psalmists, but you gotta know how to praise God on your own, even during even doing Bible study, even doing just studying the word of God. Because even when you begin to praise God before you bring forth the word, what you're doing is you're calling God on the scene. So the Holy Spirit is moving, the glory of God is in the place, the word is going to manifest, the word is going to allow us to receive the manifestation and revelation and what it is that God is going to speak. Our ears is being, come on now, our ears, our ears is being, glory to God, our minds is being, hallelujah, our minds is even being illuminated, hallelujah, our ears is opening up, our ears so that we will hear what the Lord is about to say to us, glory to God. I'm excited because the Spirit of God is in His place, the Spirit of God is here, and He's going to speak directly to us. So in the name of Jesus, as I decree, Holy Spirit, we thank you for giving us the, the we're giving us the ability to be here today. Holy Spirit, take over, take over, King of Glory, because you are Jehovah, you are Elihim Rosaka Oh God, we just give you the praise, we magnify your name. God allow the flesh, God, it needs to come out. God, let it be no flesh, no human. Um intellect, uh, but allow the godly wisdom that you have invested in me to come forth.
forth so that your people will hear you and not be God. God, we thank you for the Holy Spirit that is speaking on tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, just a few more minutes. We're going to praise God. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, come on. See, I ain't got to have nobody to praise God with me. I learned how to praise God myself. See, it was the storm that I was in. It was the tribulations that came up against me. Hallelujah. And my pain and my sorrow and the fear. I had to learn how to tell it bye-bye. See, I know how to tell it bye-bye. And it can't come upon me. It could try to come, but it would not prosper. It would not be affected to me. Because I know who I am because I believe. Hallelujah. Hey, come on, come on, come on. Hey, come on. Hey, come on. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Hallelujah. the praise mm. we give God the honor we praise his name hallelujah we glorify his name my God my God my covenant keeping God hallelujah amen hallelujah amen amen glory to God hallelujah I think I'm gonna 
come up out of this if that's okay. Hallelujah. Let me just put this one right here. Hallelujah. Amen and glory to God. We're moving right on in if that's okay. Hallelujah. Amen and glory to the kings of kings. Are you passionate about your professional future but not sure what's next? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business can take your education and career to the next level with its highly ranked Working Professional MBA. With flexibility to earn a degree entirely on campus, online, or a mix of both, an MBA from Ohio State is more accessible than ever. To get started, visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created. Are you ready to learn the business skills you need to accelerate your career? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business is now offering its highly ranked working professional MBA entirely online. Whether you choose to attend on campus, online, or a mix of both, you're in control, balancing the demands on your busy schedule. Don't wait. Start your personalized MBA journey this fall. Visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA to learn more and apply. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of business where principled leaders are created hallelujah hallelujah we give god the praise amen and glory to his name hallelujah thank you jesus thank you lord we magnify you lord hallelujah thank you jesus hallelujah we give you the glory oh we're gonna move right into the book of proverbs we've already Praise the Lord and worship the Lord. We have already prayed unto the Lord. The power and the Holy Spirit is with us on today. We're going to talk about the preparation of the heart of man and man. Hallelujah. When I say in man, I'm talking about woman, boy, and girl. Amen. But there is a preparation, hallelujah, of the heart when we're dealing with man. When we're dealing with woman and boy and girl. And there's an answer of the tongue is from the Lord. Hallelujah. See, we're talking about a godly man and woman. Uh, hallelujah. It's a difference between a godly man and woman than just a normal, regular man and woman. You know, the godly man and woman respects and fear God. Hallelujah. But the, the woman and man that does not have God in them, they fear, they do not fear God. They don't respect God. They don't reverence God. They don't honor God. So the heart is hard. The heart is bitter. The heart is just very fickle and is not of God. And see, a man and woman of God knows that there is preparation in the heart. means that they know that the heart has to be right because in order for them to speak words of encouragement and words of love and words that's going to exalt and words that are going to edify and lift up someone's spirit and not discourage them or frustrate them or try to crush their spirit. See, they know that their hearts has to be full of love. Hallelujah. See, there's a difference difference of loves as well. There's three loves. Phileas, Eel, and Agape. Hallelujah. So you got to know it's the agape love I'm talking about right now. God's love. So, so God's love has to be in the heart. So the heart is prepared to receive correction. See, that's what we're talking about in the book of Proverbs. We're talking about 
being able to receive correction, being able to receive, you know, sometimes being wrong and being corrected so that you can make it right. It's nothing wrong with being wrong. But see, the thing is, the trouble comes when you don't want to be corrected when you're wrong. See, we all fall short of the glory of God, and we have not all arrived. I don't care how many doctrines we have and how many seminary schools we have went through. Somewhere down the line, we miss it. Hallelujah. And we have to have an open heart glory to where we have to be able to be receptive of receiving correction, be receptive of receiving to be heard, hallelujah, and to listen to wisdom when wisdom is in the room. So the heart is being prepared to receive correction. So there is preparation of the heart. See, the heart sometimes has to go through a process. It has to be purged and it has to be cleansed because of hurt, because of pain, because of betrayal, because of deceit, because of other things that contaminates the heart. So it has to go through a preparation. You know, when they're getting ready to do heart surgery, they don't just go directly into your heart. They begin to prep you and get prepared to take you and put you on the table. Hallelujah. I was with somebody and they was getting prepared for them to do a procedure. And the thing is, they didn't just bring them in there and just put them to sleep. They began to first of all do paperwork and begin to ask questions and wanted to know what they was allergic to and wanted to know pretty much their history so that when they begin to do the anesthesia, they will make sure that there's going to be no complications because they may be resistant to something, hallelujah. They may be allergic to something, and something may not line up with them, and when they're going under, and even though they're breathing on their own, they want to make sure there's not going to be any complications, so they go through this um, questionnaire, and even when they get done with that, they begin to take your temperature, and then they take your blood pressure, and then they prep you by putting you in the bed and taking your clothes off, and then they have one nurse come in and begin to talk to you, they have the other head nurse that come in and talk to you, then they will have the doctor, Glory, who is preparing the surgeon to come in and to explain to you the process that he's going to take you through before you go in. Huh? So they have not even yet um, so, um, even applied the anesthesia to you yet to put you to sleep as you go under. So because they want to make sure that you're sound, that your mind is able to comprehend what it is that they're telling you, glory, hallelujah, so that it covers them even during the process so that, you know, they got the HIPAA law where there's certain guidelines that they have to follow and this is part of the guidelines. So they don't even give you the anesthesia yet because they need to make sure that you're sound-minded, hallelujah. This is the same way that God wants to make sure that we are sound-minded, that when he give us um, direction, he give us um, preparation to begin to walk into our purpose and destiny, he want to make sure that our mind is renewed to be able to receive what he's about to give us in order for us to move forward. So that's why he begins with reformation. Hallelujah. When you are reformed, that means everything old that is not seducive for what's about to come in that's new, that's going to connect to it, to move you towards your purpose, has to come out. So you go through a reformation and then after the reformation now your mind is ready to be what renewed and transformed hallelujah by the renewing of 
your mind, meaning that the word of God is about to begin to take place, to begin to allow you to memorize not just the scriptures, but to memorize the promises. Rememorize who God is. Rememorize all that he has promised us, everything that he has said to us, everything that we must follow and obey in his word, to follow his statutes, his precepts, glory to God, the grace and the mercy, glory. So he began to transform our minds so that our mind will be on the right path. So now the fear of the Lord begins to come in. So now we have more than just a conviction. We have a transformation. Now we're able to transition into our purpose and our destiny. So now the heart is being um, repaired. The, the hurt, the pain, the bitterness, the wrath, the hate, all those things that is not of God has to come out so that the fruits of the Spirit would be able to be imparted so that you will walk in the characteristics and attributes of God. So now the heart has been prepared. Hallelujah. So now you're ready to hear from the Lord. Now you're able to see and know and discern the things of the Lord. So I wanted to break that down to you because one whose heart stays upon the Lord, he will go far in the things of God. Amen. See, Jesus allowed us to understand when he began to teach the disciples, um, and even in Luke, hallelujah, he said that the Holy Spirit will put in their mouth what they need to say. So it is the Holy Spirit that begins to do what? Begin to transform our mind. Now it's ready to take on and begin to be our mediator, to begin to talk on our behalf to the Father, glory. Because that's why it says when we groan and we moan, the Holy Spirit spirit knows what it is that we're saying so he's able to translate you know if somebody don't speak the same language in order for us to have an understanding because the bible says that all things do what get an understanding glory to god you need a translator to translate the english the world so that you will have an understanding because how would you know what they're saying you won't be able to know that's what the holy spirit does it, it is our translator between us and God, even though it's one glory, but he's able to speak in the most inner depth parts of who we are, to begin to stand up and begin to come before us, because a lot of things that we think and a lot of things that we say, sometimes is offensive to God, so the Holy Spirit begins to help wash our hearts and wash our tongues, so that we will begin to speak words that are kind and of love, and words that are of life, glory to God, so the preparation of the heart and man and the answers of the tongue is from God. Glory. So that means that the Holy Spirit begins to what? Speak on our behalf. Let me help you. Luke 12 says 11 and 12 it says and when they bring you into the synagogue and into the magistrates in power take ye no thought how see this is good. How or what thing you shall answer or what you shall say for the Holy Ghost the Holy Spirit shall. It didn't say that it will. It didn't say that it might. It didn't say, it said it shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. Let me help somebody. Because he's spirit. And spirit needs body to be able to speak forth the word. So as spirit is embodied us, it tells us what to say. But we have to yield to the spirit of God and that means to come out of our own flesh, our own will, so that the Spirit of God can 
Because a lot of times when we get into the room, we want to speak out of our flesh. We want to speak out of our own hurt, out of our own gain and our own motive, but we're not speaking what the Holy Spirit is speaking. And that's dangerous, leaders, because a lot of times we mislead God's people because we feel because we're a prophet or whatever the case may be that we can say things. But see, sometimes God needs us, first of all, to hold it because maybe at that particular time, they, it's not the right time to release it because they're really not going to be receptive of it. Or they may have us to do it in a way to where it is discretion, discreet, glory to God. But at the same time, God will have us to speak some things that may not feel good to somebody. So you got to be able to discern and know when the Holy Spirit is speaking. Because it will tell you what to say, and it will tell you what not to say. But a lot of times when God is bringing correction, and God is bringing transformation, see, we don't want to hear what the Holy Spirit really got to say. Because that means that our hearts got to change. Our minds have to change. Our lives have to change. And we're comfortable in the lifestyle that we're in, but it's not suitable to God. It's not even acceptable unto God. Because it's not even our reasonable service unto God. So that's why it says that the Holy Spirit will, it said it shall teach you in that same hour, meaning what if it's a minute, second, hour, day, month, year, what you ought to say. So you got to learn how to decrease so that the Holy Spirit begins to do what? Increase. Hallelujah. See, God does not give us worldly abilities just to speak what we want to say because our flesh rise up because of sometimes on how we feel in our emotions. Sometimes our words is based off of our emotions. Our words is based off of our feelings. And we can't go off of our feelings or emotions because, see, that is dangerous. Did you know your daily routine could be the key to your next vacation getaway? NerdWallet helps you compare travel and cashback cards to turn your everyday purchases into your next unforgettable getaway experience. Traveling doesn't have to be expensive, and daily expenses don't have to get in the way of your next escape. Imagine purchasing food and earning points towards a free hotel room, or earning points toward a flight by simply buying gas. Regardless of your financial situation, the NerdWallet team will help you make sense of your options at nerdwallet.com. Get expert information from an award-winning team of nerds to make even the most complicated money questions and topics easy to understand. NerdWallet's dedicated team will offer the tips you need to get that vacation you've been waiting for without breaking the bank. NerdWallet offers everything you need to make sound financial decisions while costing you absolutely nothing. Find the smartest financial products for you on NerdWallet.com or in app stores by downloading the NerdWallet app. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. To speak through us so that it won't be our emotion and so that our emotion will not mix to God. But a lot of times when God is bringing correction, people don't want to hear the truth, so they say that you out of order. Or let me say, you, 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 you err. 
you 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 cause an air in the, in, 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 in the midst. But you got to know what air is. Air is not just because somebody may have just said something, you know, because you didn't like it because you don't want correction. Hallelujah. You just wasn't receptive of the truth. Amen. And a lot of times, God wants us to be willing to be molded into his image. What is his image? His image is love. His image is patience. His image is being able to what? Hear what the word of God is saying to us. Amen. See, our responsibility as humanity is subject to God serenity. Hallelujah. So we're supposed to surrender ourselves under the mighty hand of God. So it's not about us. Because Proverbs continue to go on in verse 2. We're on Proverbs 16, day 16. Hallelujah. It says, all the ways of a man are what? Clean and innocent in his own eyes. Did you hear that? But the Lord weighs and examines the motive and the intent. So what are you saying, Robin? What I'm saying is this. That we sometimes think that we never make wrongs. Or we never do anything out of place. But one thing we must understand is that we may not see our actions because we are within. We can't see without. Usually somebody on the outside is able to come and tell us that are of God. That is using godly wisdom. Because you got people that's not of God that has natural wisdom that come and tell you out of emotion. And that is not of God. But those that God has gave to the godly wisdom and that they're able to tell you on the outside, well, maybe these are some things that you can work on. See, we need to be able to um, receive constructive criticism, meaning that it's okay that people can come and tell you maybe you can do it this way or that way, but even us coming to tell somebody is how we say it, not what we say. Are we saying it to really help them to change? Or are we saying it just to make ourselves correct or make ourselves more mightier than we ought to be? But the Lord weighs and examines the motives and intents of the heart, which knows the truth. So you can fool me, but you can't fool God. So that's why I don't worry about those type of things because I give it out, I leave it there, and I let God be God. Because see, if I worry about what you feel, or if I worry about what, what you're going to do, then I'll be out of the wheel. I'll be distracted. I'll, I'll be out of my place, out of my lane. So I'll allow God to examine every motive, weigh it out, because he knows the heart of truth. Hallelujah. He knows the inner parts of our hearts. So that's what I love about God. And the thing is, you don't have to fight, because God will fight for you. He will bring them right back to your footstool. Not for you to say that you're all that because you're nothing. But just to, to, to bring them back to, to receive wisdom. To receive correction in love. Hallelujah. I believe when God began to bring people back into our lives, it's not to say, aha, I told you you'll come back. Oh, no, that's not God. What God does is, because the thing is, we need to win our brother. At the end of the day, if we're not winning our brother through an argument or whatever the case may be, then that, that's error. That, that's some error somewhere. Because now you are becoming a stumbling block. You are, you are allowing them not to um, receive.
they need, which is their soul salvation, where we got to work it out on our own. Yes, we do. But at the same time, we don't want to become a hindrance, a stumbling block, when we know what we have said or done is not of God. And that's what we do. And then we kind of move out the way real quick like we ain't did nothing. That's why we got to learn to commit our works to the Lord. We have to submit to him and trust him like never before. Verse 3. And then our plans will succeed. See, that's why you need to ask yourself, are your plans and visions of God? I know he gave it to you in the beginning when you started it. But now that you're in the middle or towards the end, are those plans still God's plan? Or have you put some of your own human natural wisdom in it? See, that's why a lot of us is not moving forward because we allow our own natural wisdom and our own intellect and our own ability to get in the way of the plan of God. See, when we allow God to plan it and we walk with the plan that God has given us, then we're able to succeed because we're able to respond to his will and guidance. It's hard to respond to someone's will or guidance if you're not able to first hear them to even know how to follow. So if we're out of the will of God, then how are we going to hear God to know that our works that we have committed unto him, they are acceptable. And that we are following the plan and the plan is succeeding in heaven. Because at the end of the day, it's about me knowing to hear good and faithful servant. Not how big my church is and how big my, my membership is or how big whatever the case may be. And that's what most um, pastors and leaders, they, they base it off of that. See, first of all, it's not my church. Second of all, it's not my members. Third of all, it's not my people. It is God's people. It is God's building. We are the church individually. Glory to God. So we got to commit our work unto God because we got to work out our own soul salvation. I can't work your soul salvation out for you. So if you're dealing with an offense, long as I have not caused that offense, woe unto me if I have. Because the Bible says woe to those. But if that offense was caused because of pride or something else within you, you got to work that out because guess what? When he comes, he's not judging me because I know that I'm committing my works unto the Lord. See, you got offended because your eyes was not on God but was on man. And man and one man will distract you and man and one man will lead you out of the places that you need to be because that's why we cannot focus on man. We get we Now, we respect the men and women of God that God has brought before us, yes, we do. But we don't get caught up in trying to be favorites or trying to be friends. See, that's when we mess up when we're trying to be friends. I'm called to be a shepherd. I'm called to be a mentor. I'm called to be a sister. Hallelujah to you. I'm called to be maybe a mother to you. Hallelujah. Just, just your sister. Hallelujah. Not your friend. Hallelujah. You can see, friends, that part of it, you miss it because a friend sometimes can't tell a friend that they're wrong. Hallelujah. So that's why you got to keep your focus on God and be delivered from opinion of man. Because what happens is when man disagree with your opinion, then you offended and now you leaving your post. And now God is going to deal with you. Hallelujah. That's why 
and for it says the Lord has made everything for its own purpose. Even the wicked, according to the role for their day. Amen? See, here again, we must understand that a woman or a man deed is not always what it really looked like. Amen? See, God looks at our, what? Heart. He sees what our motive is. What is the true intent of the matter? Why are we doing it? Why? What is it that we're trying to get out of what it is that we're trying to do? That's the intent. That is the, 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 the purpose of doing what you're doing. Glory to God. So God judges our hearts, not the deeds. See, we get the deeds mixed up. See, because we give money to the church, we build big churches, we give the food to the poor, but how is your heart? That's what you better ask. The Bible says is that God deals with the heart. He don't deal with our good deeds. He don't care how many churches we have built. See, he don't care how many houses we don't build. He's grateful and, he, you know, he's thankful that we have been a blessing. But he looks at our heart. Why did we build the churches? Why did we build the houses? Why did we give the people what we have given them? Was it really because we knew that they were in need? Or is it because we wanted everybody to know? Or is it because we know that after we build these big businesses and churches and houses... Hallelujah. That now these people are going to come in and they're going to be part of the flock. See, we got to look at our motive and intent on why we do what we do. Okay, let me go a little further. Why are we becoming apostles? Why are we becoming bishops? Why are we becoming prophets and teachers? Was it something that you were gifted with? Something that God had when ordained you and called you into an office, elected you? Or is it because it's of the norm? Everybody's an apostle. Everybody's a prophet. Everybody want to prophesy. Prophesy. Hallelujah. Or is it for a money game? Hallelujah. See, the thing is this. Whatever you do, it's not my place to judge you. It's not my place to say, oh, they're not no apostle. They're not. No, because I'm going to respect the anointing. But at the end of the day, you God will deal with you. So if God had not called you into that office and told you to operate in that gift, you will have to answer to God. So that's why I'm saying that God judges the heart, not the deed. The deed is what we do to make us look good, to make us sound good. Hallelujah. You know, it's a movie called Good Deeds. You know, with Tyler Perry. Hallelujah. And the movie really, um, basically, is just about a man that is very successful. His father left him a business, and his brother thought that he was going to be the one who took over the ownership, but the mother did not feel that the, the younger brother was ready, but the older brother was ready because he was educated and he knew the business. But at the same time, the younger brother knew the business, I think, a little well better than the other, but because the other one did not have a drinking problem and all the other issues that the younger one had, the mother felt like he was more what mature, more um, suitable to fit in the CEO, CFO position, glory to God. 
But one of the things the older brother began to know is that he had not yet experienced life. See, he's always been feeding a silver spoon, meaning that he never wanted nothing, he never needed nothing. Matter of fact, he didn't even know how much a gallon of milk cost until he met a woman that was homeless and met a woman that had nothing but was struggling with a daughter. So she began to allow him to see what life was. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. With prices soaring at the pump, filling up can be stressful. That's why Discover has your back with cash back. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target, now through June, on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. We know every dollar matters right now, but you can count on us. Get up to $75 cash back this quarter with your Discover It card. Limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com slash rewards really was and that he can live out his dreams. All he had to do was begin to believe it on his own instead of allow people to put him in places that he didn't want to be. That's perception. Perception is when people put you in their own box and they perceive and try to control who you are. That's why you cannot allow perception to overtake you. But good deeds at the end of it, he gave it all up and he decided to run after his dreams. Amen. See, it wasn't the good deed that he did for the woman because he provided her a home and he even allowed her to continue to clean his, his company, but he began to do other things that was something that was touching, like being able to take the daughter out to eat pizza when really the mother could not even afford it. He put them in a luxury apartment for the business where she didn't even think that she deserved it. Glory to God. And then at the end when he decided to travel, he said, you can stay here as long as you want. But he did not want nothing from the woman. He did not try to have sex with the woman. He did not try to be with the woman because he was in a relationship about to be married. But him and his fiance realized that really they didn't want to be together. They really didn't love one another. It was because their parents put them together. Come on now. See, the good deeds was this. The things that he did for people. But at the end of the day, God saw his heart. And what God did was he gave him the ability to make the right choice. So he left the company and he traveled to Africa and he wound up leaving with the woman that showed him how to open up his mind of a venture of new ideas. Glory after he had allowed the other woman, they both went their up their, their ways because they knew that they didn't love each other, but he went after the woman that he loved. Hallelujah. He gave her, uh, he said, listen, you can come with me if you want. The tickets will be there. And if you don't, you, you're welcome to stay here at this place. So he didn't say, oh, because you're not coming with me, you can't stay here. No. The good deed in it was, it was from his heart. So the question that I'm asking you on today, what are you doing? Is it from your heart or is it for you to gain favoritism? Is it for you to, to gain attention? Is it for you to gain something of a motive or intent that's really not in the will of God? Because God judges the heart. Amen? He weighs out everything. Amen? So the spirit of man is what we really are. 
See, it's by our spirit is how we are judged. Hallelujah. How is your spirit? Is your spirit loving? Is your spirit kind? Is your spirit peaceful? Is your spirit quiet? Or is your spirit rude and obnoxious? What? How is your spirit? When people say the wrong thing to you, are you high? Or are you humble? Hallelujah. How is your spirit? You need to ask yourself these questions because see, the book of Proverbs, that's what it's doing. It's washing us, y'all. Because it's wisdom. You receive it. Amen. So the thing is, our spirit let us know who we really is. Hallelujah. Who we really are. Amen. So in other words, hallelujah, we can be self-deceived. Hallelujah. Because God determines our motives. So sometimes we can think we're doing it for God, but really in reality we're doing it for ourselves. But it looks like it's for God because it's in the things of God. But really we're deceiving ourselves. So that's why you got to know what you're doing. Is it really from God or is it really for yourself? Because when it's for God, it's going to what? Prosper. And when it's from God, it's going to what? Flourish. Amen. So we must not be self-deceived. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So that's why I'm telling you that our desires need to be right in the Lord. Amen. And not in our own sight. See, a lot of times we can think our desires is something that should should be what they should be. But sometimes our desires is not of God. It's the Bible do says that God will give us the desires of our heart. And people use that scripture so wrongly because, yes, God will give us the desires of our heart if we open up our mouth and ask in his name. But the thing is, you got to know how to use the name. And the thing is, you got to be in the will of God. And the thing is, what is the intent of your heart? So there are some boundaries within there and you asking God for the desires of your heart. So you just can't ask God for the desires for your heart if your heart is stony, if your heart is bitter, if your heart is always angry and nasty and always talking down on people and always disruptive. Come on now. God ain't about to give you the desires of that bad fruit that's going to contaminate everything else. That's like a rotten apple that contaminates the box, the bunch. Amen? So the scripture continues to tell us that we must be totally committed, commit ourselves, hallelujah, to trust and submit to the will of God. God, is this what you want me to do? Is this how you want me to do it? Is this when you want me to do it? Is this where you want me to do it? Is this who you want me to do it with? Our total submission should be on with God, not our own self, our own ability. Our mind will begin to speak to us, and it's not God. So now it's our own righteous plans, our own righteous thoughts that we are mistaking for God. And that's dangerous because it's not God. It's your own righteousness. It's your own flesh. It's your own intellect. It's your own natural wisdom that's deceiving you, that's making you be self-deceived. So now you allow the enemy to continue to what? Control you and allow the lies to continue to be within you. And now you're moving out of the will of God because now your thoughts are not being established by the Holy Spirit. Amen. See, God allow our thoughts to be established by the Holy Spirit so that the Holy Spirit can begin to what intercede for us through the renewing of our mind. Hallelujah. So that's why we must totally commit ourselves unto God. We must totally trust Him, believe Him, and submit our will unto Him so that we would know that He's able to make all things for Himself, even the wicked for the evil day. Hallelujah. Because God has made everything what? Good. When He got done making man, what did He say in one man? Very good. It was nothing after that. When you hear, when you see a word, the word very before 
what it is that you're mentioning, that means that it is absolutely, totally, just tremendously, absolutely, certainly marvelous. Hallelujah. There's nothing before and nothing after it. He said very good. means that I have completed the formation, the reformation, now the transformation, now they're able to transition into my manifestation through my image. Hallelujah. So now God has made things good. God also allowed evil things to come as well. Just to get us back aligned in him. Okay, let me help somebody. He sent the evil spirit upon Saul. Why? Because he needed to make room for David's gift. Hallelujah. And then he was removing Saul out of the kingship because he was preparing the, uh, David being the anointed one to come in to take kingship after Saul. Hallelujah. So God also made everything that is good. He also will send things into our lives to get us back on point. Hallelujah. God is can be angry. Hallelujah. When we're when we are out of the will of God and when we are doing things that is um, causing the Holy Spirit within us to, 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 for it to be like a tug of war. Hallelujah. God is not happy. Hallelujah. Jesus, let me tell you, when they were in a, temp, a temple gambling, who would have thought Jesus would have came in there and tapped over the tables like that? That was like, wait a minute. Jesus came in here ruthless. He came in here like, what do y'all think y'all doing in my father's house? But y'all would have never thought Jesus would come in and turn over all the tables. What are you doing in the house of God? You're gambling the people of God. You're deceiving the people of God. He's turning the tables on us right now. Glory to God. That's what he did in the Bible. He turned the tables over on them. Out of the, his anger because what they was doing in the house of God was not acceptable into the eyes of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So that's why God said, no, I need y'all to be free. But I'm giving y'all free will. So I'm giving you the opportunity to choose good from evil. But I want you to choose good. Because when you choose good, it's everlasting life. But when you choose evil, you doom and you going to hell. Point blank. I don't care. You going to hell. I'm telling you, we don't talk about heaven and hell no more. We don't talk about it. Why? Because it makes the um, the ties and offering plate go down. We don't talk about sex and we don't talk about divorces. Why? Because it brings offenses and it causes the ties and offering plate to go down. It causes members to begin to leave. Why? Because now the enemy is being exposed. Hallelujah. See, the enemy don't want to be exposed. See, when the enemy become exposed, it begins to leave the establishment. Why? Because it don't want to be seen. So, so, so people that is, is basing their, 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 their finances off of the people of God, they're, they're not going to speak truth. See, the numbers going to drop on here because when truth like this is coming, especially leaders, I see a lot of leaders get on, you know, they ain't going to hear that because any time truth is coming, glory to God, sometimes leaders, because they are operating in air, and they're operating up under manipulation and control, the Jezebel and Ahab spirit, glory to God, and the Python spirit and the Benedict spirit, they would not, they, they, they can't take it because the anointing and the glory is in the place, amen. So right now, they got to make sure the 
like, wait a minute, because see, the enemy don't want them to hear truth. But these are things that are real. Hallelujah. See, God did not predestinate us to be evil. He predestinated us to be good. To do good things. To do good things. To do good things in Him. To be the best that we can be in Him in excellency. See, God wants us to come to the knowledge of God and be saved in Jesus' heart. See, yes, he died for us. The Spirit of God grows up glory. And it's in us, but some of us really ain't saved. See, the thing is, we all were saved when he died. But the Spirit of God is not in most of us, but we say we church talking. The Holy Ghost feel people. But all you got to do is try to love. Because we have not really accepted salvation in Jesus. We have accepted receiving the Holy Ghost and speaking in other tongues, but the salvation in Jesus, hallelujah, really is not been accepted. So we're just playing along. We're doing the norm, what every other Christian believer is doing right now. Hallelujah. See, in Romans 9, 17 and 23, it says, For the scripture said unto Pharaoh, even for this same purpose, have I raised thee up, that I may show my power in thee, and that my name may be declared throughout the earth. Therefore, have he mercy on whom he will have mercy, and whom he will hearten. Thou wilt say then unto me, why do it yet find fault? For who hath resisted his will? Nay, but O man who art thought the replies against God, shall the thing form say to him? Hallelujah. Why haste they have made me thus? Have not the potter power over the clay of the same lump to make one vessel unto honor and another unto dishonor? If God, meaning what? If God willing to show wrath, not any wrath, but his wrath, hallelujah, and to make his power known, endure with much long suffering, the vessels of wrath fit to destruction, and that he might make known the riches of his glories of the vessels of mercy, which he have afore prepared unto glory. See, God has what? For knowledge allowing himself, glory to God, to know that who we are, that even some wickedness and evil is within us. Amen. This was already foreknowledge, already foreknew that most of us would not do good, but that we would do what? Do what? Evil. We will be wicked. We will say things that are not of God. We would not fear God. So these were already foreknew. This is called foreknowledge in God. He already knew that. That's why he did not allow man to gain so much wisdom of himself. Because he said, man and futile minds mean that once I give them something, they take it and they act like it's theirs. They act like that they have arrived and it was all because of them and their intellect and their natural wisdom that they're where they are because that's where they are. But no, I gotta keep them in a place where I only give them too so much. So that's why God is too wide. God is too deep. God is too high. God would now never allow us to tap totally into his wisdom because first of all, we can't handle it. Glory. Second of all, he know that pride 
right? It's one of the number one factors that always allow us to fall glory. So that's why when we go to 5 in Proverbs 16, it says, everyone um, proud in heart and abomination to the Lord and hand in hand, he should not be unpunished. Hallelujah. By mercy and truth, iniquity is purged, and by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. See, it's the fear of the Lord that helps us depart from evil. It helps us depart from the things that take us out of the will of God. If you don't operate in fearing God, you are still operating in evil. Hallelujah. Because how could you do good when you don't even fear God? That means that you don't even struggle when you know you're doing wrong. Glory to God. You need to not just struggle when you know you're doing wrong, but you need to turn away from your wickedness. Turn away. The Bible says in 2 Chronicles 7 14, if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways, glory to God. It didn't say first turn and then pray. It then he says to pray, glory to God. Turn from their wicked ways and pray, glory to God, and pray. Why? Because when the Spirit begins to intercede, now it's cleansing us. Now it is reforming us. It is transforming us and renewing our mind. Now that as we pray, he said that he will begin to do what? Heal the land. What land? Our spiritual land. Our economic land. Our government land. Our relational land. Our social land. Whatever land that it is that God can heal, he'll do it in our lives. Amen. So that's why we have to make sure that we walk in humbleness. Amen. We make sure it's only by his mercy and the truth of God that our iniquity, our sin has been purged. Glory to God. Why? Because we fear the Lord. See, that's why he loved David because David always came in and said, Lord, cleanse me. Wash me. Make me white as snow. David made some dangerous prayers. See, I'm talking about dangerous prayers. See, y'all always say we pray dangerously. That ain't God because we shot top cop saying send it back to the sender and all that. But see, the one thing you understand is you got to know that this is a spiritual battle, glory. You got to know who you battle in glory. You got to know that it's the spirit of God that is on your behalf. And you got to know that you need to be washed as white as snow. And when you say that to God, what you're saying is, you know what, God? I want you to move me out the way and I need your will to come and take place. That means that I don't want to do nothing on my own. I want you to do everything. And if there's some things inside of me that's not right. I want you to take it out of me, even if I like it, even if I keep going back to it. Because you said, make me white as snow. That means that he's going to take you away from that vomit that you really don't want to come away from. So when you say those words and you read those scriptures, don't you know you are allowing the Holy Spirit to come in and begin to transform and renew it of your mind? Hallelujah. But it's not, he's not going to force you. He's not going to force you. So what's going to happen is when you begin to pray those type of prayers, glory, and read those scriptures, if your life is not clean, if you're not in the hands of protection, the enemy is going to become, he's going to come like a flood, glory. And if you ain't able to stand against the wiles of the devil, glory to God, with your armor on, you won't be ate up. Hallelujah. That's why the Lord said depart from evil. Because when you step out of the hands, what you're saying is, hello, Satan. Come on, I'm ready to fight you on my own. And none of us can fight Satan on our own. Hallelujah. Amen. When a man ways please God, he made even his enemies to be peace with him. So that's why I'm saying you don't even have to even 
fight your enemies. Glory to God. You don't have to correct your enemies. You don't have to always have the last word to say towards your enemy. Sometimes you ain't even got to respond to your enemy. Because the Bible just says that when a man ways please the Lord, he make up even his enemies to be peace with him. Meaning that God will fight for you. He will contend with those that contend with you. Glory. He is your battle axe. Glory to God. So all you got to do is trust in the Lord and fear the Lord and he will make sure that he make us peace unto you with your enemies. Amen. See, if we truly love God the way we say we love God through our worship, through our praise, through us preaching and teaching, glory to God, then we will reverence him. I hate to tell y'all this, but even us leaders, we don't fear the Lord. So the reason that your members and the people don't respect you is because first of all, they don't respect God. They don't fear God. We don't fear God no more. We have no fear of God because we think because we have arrived, we have the big churches, we have the big cars and houses and, and all of that and, and we can prophesy we can do this or we can do this on our own. But guess what? We can't do this on our own. We need a right now revelatory word from God. In the Bible, the prophets did not uh, go on their own word. Glory. They went on the spirit of God. It was the spirit of God that inspired them to speak. And let me help a prophet out there. See, they didn't even believe the prophets back in the Bible back then. Glory to God. Because why? We know the prophet Jeremiah brought correction. He said that God is going to what? Send them into slavery. Who wants to hear that? So they began to come down on Jeremiah, glory to God. But God gave him a God gave him a declaration. God gave him direction. And God told him, He gave him not an assignment, but He gave him a mandate. He said to go what? Pull up and pull down and root out. Come on, he told him all these things. The people did not like that. So they felt like, oh, this prophet is coming and saying this. This prophet is coming and saying that. So they did not believe the prophets of the old back then. Because those were end time prophets that was prophesying the Messiah to come. Prophesying what will be today. So they did not, it's not that they did not believe the prophet, but they did not want to be corrected. They did not want to be changed. They still wanted to live in sin. They still wanted to live according to their own fleshly desires. So they looked it down on the prophets. Glory to God. That's why I'm telling you that it is better. Is a little with righteousness the great revenue with rights. A man's heart diverse his way, but the Lord direct the step. I love that glory to God. See, our ways must please the Lord. Our ways must be what? Pleasing unto God. We must do things unto people that is in love. Amen. It shall mirror the love of God. How we treat people is how we should treat how we treat people is how God will treat us. And that is love. See, it is the love that will draw all people. Amen. See, when we treat people in love, we have no room for what? Disruption. We have no room for what? Argument. We have no room for what? All the things that can take us out of the will of God. Amen. Because it's hard to war with people that loves you. Because love covers a multitude of sin. See, because I know what agape is, God love is. See, I know how to love you. And at the same time, even when you're coming against me, it's pure. Why? Because I know that God is fighting on my behalf. I know that 
the war that you're putting against me through the spirit of the enemy, it would not penetrate. Why? Because my love that's of God will overshadow, will overtake the war that the enemy is trying to send to me. So you got to understand that it is the love that helps be the fortified wall when the enemy gets to war with us. So when you allow bitterness and anger to be your wall, then guess what? Satan will be able to win the war. But when you allow agape, forgiveness, true forgiveness, to be your fortified wall, when the war comes spiritually, it won't be able to stand, but it will fall down and die in the name of Jesus. So that's why we must understand that even as God give us wealth, as God give us things, we must not allow that to overtake us in how we treat one another. We cannot allow our wealth and riches to be more than how we treat people. Just like how we treat our wealth and riches should actually be how we, we should treat people different from that, but in more love. Because sometimes we mishandle our wealth and riches. So you don't want to mishandle people. So that's why I can't say that you got to treat people how you treat your wealth and riches because it can still be contaminated. So that's why it's the love of God that over, 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 overshadows all of that. Amen. So you must move away from retaliation. Because a lot of times we want to uh, retaliate against someone. Amen. Hallelujah. Because the scripture even lets us know. Let's go to... Let's go and go to a, uh, the scripture right here if we can. Hallelujah. Okay, we are nine. Okay. Luke 12 and 20. It says, But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall those things be which they has provided? So let's go to verse 9. That's where we are. A man's heart deceived devours his way. But the Lord directed his steps. A divine sentence in the lips of the king, his mouth transgressed not in judgment. A just weight and balance are the Lord's. All the weights of the bag are his works. It is an abomination to kings to commit wickedness, for the throne is established by righteousness. Righteous lips are the delight of kings, and they love him that speak right. The wrath of a king is a messenger of death. But a wise man will pacify. Glory to God. And the light of the king countenance is... Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. The future will be amazing, and that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Life and his favor is a cloud of the latter rain. 
How much better is it to get wisdom than gold, and to get understanding rather to be chosen than silver? The highway of the upright is to depart from evil. He that keep his way preserve his soul. 18. Let me go and amplify version and read the rest. Pride goes, pride goes before destruction and haughty spirit before a fall. It is better to be humble in spirit with the lowly than divide the spars with the proud, meaning somebody that is haughty or arrogant. He who pays attention to the word of God will find good and blessed, meaning that they will be what? Prosperous. They will have joy. They will have peace. They will be to be admired, happy. It's he who trusts, meaning confident, confidently in the Lord. Means that you put all your trust in, in the Lord and not man. The wise in heart will be glad. Excuse me, the wise in heart will be called understanding. And a sweet speech increases persuasiveness and learning in both speaker and hearer. Understanding. Spiritual insight, that's what's within spiritually. Hallelujah. That's what understanding is. Understanding is nothing but spiritual insight. And understanding is a wellspring of life to those who have it. But to give instruction and correction to fools is foolishness. So I'm glad we're right here. Sometimes when people is not going to receive that word because they walk in pride and they don't want to be corrected, they will flip the script and flip the story. So guess what? It's best for you to pray for them and allow the Holy Spirit to deal with them. And guess what? They don't even know when God chastises us. Hey, that's what we'll be. You know, I'll rather for the for the for, for you to tell me than Jesus come get me. Because when Jesus come get me, oh, that hurts. Hallelujah. The heart of the wise instruct his mouth and add. Persuadiveness to his lips. Hallelujah. That's wisdom. Hallelujah. Pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweet and delight to the soul and healing to the body. There is a way which seems right to a man and appears straight before him. But it ends, but its end is the way of death. The appetite of a worker works for him, for his hunger urge him on. A worthless man devise and dig up evil. They were always, we call them character assassinators. Integrity assassinators. They're waiting. They're proudly waiting to see what they can dig up. Hallelujah. And I always say my life an open book just ask. Hallelujah. A perverse man spreads strife. Excuse me. A perverse man spreads strife, and he who gossips separates intimate friends. A violent and exceedingly covetous man entices his neighbor to sin and lead him in a way that is not good. Who are you following? He who winks his eye does so to plot perverse things. Be careful of those winkers. Hallelujah. And he who compresses lips brings evil to pass. Those sick, secret signals, you know you see people in the sanctuary, they get those one signals and they eye when somebody walk in, they don't like, they eye the other person, 
And then turn like this. That means that she go. There you go. That's what I was telling you about. That means that they done entered the room. Hallelujah. Those are those secret signals. Hallelujah. God is tearing us up today. I love the book of Proverbs. It gets us in order. Hallelujah. He's bringing those things out of us. He is delivering us from these little sneaky, secretly things that we do on the side and think that nobody sees, but God sees. Hallelujah. The silver-haired head is a crown of splendor and glory. They used to always try to dab my hair, you know, the gray come. But, you know, I know it's, it's what it says, splendor and glory. God's glory. God's splendor. God's wisdom. Thank you, Jesus. It is found in the way of righteousness. Not my own righteousness, but Jesus. Hallelujah. He who is slow to anger is better and more honorable than the mighty soldier. And he who rules and controls his own spirit than he who captures a city. Hallelujah. The lot is cast into the lap, but his decision is from the Lord. So some arguments, I'm telling y'all, just let them win. Guess what? It ain't even worth it. Amen? Because when God gives a divine sentence, hallelujah, what he is doing is he's giving the final word of the kingdom of God. And guess what? It's all about God's judgment. It's all about what God says. So at the same time, you don't even have to worry about it because God is going to be God. And God will do what he got to do. So you ain't even got to fight your battles. Amen? Hallelujah. See, God will permit false ways. What I mean by that, God will permit things in our lives to happen because what he's trying to do is, first of all, he's trying to deliver us, first of all, from opinion from man. Then he's trying to deliver us, glory to God, from even lifting people up higher than him. Because he don't want us to think that it's them that's causing us to receive our deliverance, our healing, whatever it may be. He wants us to know that it's him, him alone, that have done all of these things. See, God does things. See, yes, God's love, he loves us. But God also does things so that he can process us and he can prepare us and get us ready for the next. So God also allowed that lightweight that I told you about where I said that it's light, it's weight. It don't compare to the glory. It don't compare to the heaviness of the greatness of the glory. But God also was seeing just that type of weight just to balance us, just to bring balance so that we won't get off the path or get off where he's trying to take us so he will permit. See, it's a difference. See, he will permit it because he permitted Satan to come to mess with Job. But he said, you cannot touch him. But if Job went outside of the hedge, then he had permission to do what he wanted to do. But because Job stayed in the hedge, but everything that was outside of the hedge wound up being taken from him. But guess what? God gave it back to him triple, triple. So God sometimes permit. God is not a false God. God is not a lying God. That's not what I'm saying. Let me make sure I clarify because, see, that's the issue. You don't get an understanding. And you take my words and twist it. I'm not saying God is a false God. I'm not saying that God is a lying God. I'm not saying none of that because God is the truth. Oh, he's the truth. Oh, he is life. Hallelujah. What I am saying is that God will not permit false weights. Hallelujah. So some things in our life that he, he, he gives to us or, make our, or we go through is for our good. So yes, he may cause us affliction. 
but it's for our good. It's not to tear us down. It's not to break us. It's not to take us out of his will. So don't look at it being false, but know that it's working exceedingly towards your, your, your greatness. So it's not false in that sense, but it's something that is going to permit you to operate in greatness. Amen? Hallelujah. So God wants to establish us and to balance us so that change can come within us. Amen? So that we can be more taught in the things in the word of God. Amen? Because one thing that I don't want us to, 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 to take with us is lying and dishonesty and all those things that will permit us to move away from the truth, the things that will set us free and keep us in the will of God. Amen? Why? Because it's an abomination to commit wickedness. Hallelujah. Why are we committing evil to eat to one another? Why are we doing evil to one another? Why is we trying to uh, make one another fall and make one, one another hurt? Amen. So that's why we must know that God positioned us and give us the great responsibility that he gives unto us because he wants us to walk in the kingly authority that he has given unto us so that we would know how to dictate how to do and to move according to the purpose and plan of our life so that our sacrifice unto him can be acceptable so that we will set a good example in front of the rest of the people. Amen. So that's why we don't ask God to come in to hurt people or to do these things to people because we felt hurt or felt betrayed or felt like they have done things to try to move us out of our purpose or will. What we do is we ask God to remove them out of our lives that are not supposed to be in our lives so that it won't become a stumbling block for us. Hallelujah. See, we must love truth. We must love truth like never before. Truth should be our portion. Truth should be all that who we are. Amen? See, the thing is, it is the truth that will set us free. It is the truth that gives us the understanding and the knowledge and the wisdom for the wisdom to flow. Hallelujah. So the thing is, we should not want no part in lying. We should not want to play no part in anything that the enemy was sent our ways that's out the will of God and that is considered evil. Amen. Because our heart need not to be diverse or diverse to where it is out of the will of God. Amen. So that's why I believe that God continues to love us and continues to guide us. Because at the end of the day, God wants us to know that he is smiling down on us and that he loves us. Hallelujah. He wants us to know that he has given us life and life forevermore. Hallelujah. So we just thank God because we thank God for the divine wisdom uh -huh, that we continue to yield to, which is the treasures. That he has opened it up to us through this 31-day um, journey in the book of Proverbs. As we allow the Holy Spirit to teach through me and then as you are learning as well as me. Because I'm receiving it first. Amen. So that's why we thank God. Because out of this, God has given us peace. He's given us long life. He's given us honor. He's given us, he's given us riches. He's given us wealth. He's given us so much that we can take this and we'll be able to 
live our lives according to the will of God, according to the word of God, according to how God wants us to live so that when he comes, he can first say, good and faithful servant. And then we can receive the crown of life and then we can go to eternity and leave all this mess down here that we cannot even take with us. And guess what? That's going to perish away. That's going to move away. And everything that's in heaven is more, 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 more splendorous, more, more glorious. Amen? So, all right, y'all. That's it. Glory to God. We move right on through as like the Holy Spirit in the beginning. I, I believe I'll be the Holy Spirit will be giving us really the whole backdrop of the chapter. But then he can still have me come in and read the scripture. But I thank God for directing us in the way that he's directing us in. Hallelujah. But I thank God for your life and just want to remind you that we got a lot of good things that's coming up. Hallelujah. Praise God. But first of all, we want to thank Unlimited Grace Prayer Ministry here. Um, our overseer is Pastor Joe L. As a boy, God bless you, man of God. We thank God for the ministry. We thank God for you. Amen. The 40-day prayer marathon is starting as well in October the 1st and going all the way through November the 9th. Hallelujah. And I believe it plays right in a part of the 31-day journey in the book of Proverbs that ends on October the 31st. So if you get lost, know that we're going by days because the book of Proverbs has 31 chapters. The month of October has 31 days. So we'll be on day 17, chapter 17 on tomorrow. So we're right in the place where we need to be. And I believe that it all ties in with everything that we got coming on in November because right now, God is Freshen us, God is realigning us, God is renewing us, God is regenerating, rejuvenating us, God is pouring into us, the Spirit of God is increasing our understanding, is increasing our knowledge, increasing our wisdom, the fire of God is being and it's, we're getting ready to go into November and it's going to be a convulsion hallelujah a convulsion meaning that it's going to be a, a convulsion of fire because we got so much going on and it's aligning up with everything that we have set in the foundation on prayer prevailing in prayer summit that's coming up on November the 2nd through the fourth, um, actually, um, um, Doctor Apostle Doctor Gail Davis, Hallelujah, Kingdom Living Ministry. She's the overseer. She have come together and brought some other awesome men of God um, all the way from out of town as well as myself and Pastor. And we're coming in and we're going to be teaching on prayer. We're going to be teaching on spiritual warfare. And on Saturday is where we're going to have the Q and A, the panel, Hallelujah, to be able to help people understand the essentials of prayer. Hallelujah. Because we can't teach you how to pray. Um, let me help somebody. I learned how to pray through my hell. I learned how to pray through my trouble. I learned how to pray through my rejection, through my abandonment. I learned how to pray without being hungry, being homeless. That's when I learned how to pray. Nobody didn't teach me glory. Nobody was there glory. Only God in heaven glory. So that's how I learned how to pray. So you can't be taught how to pray, but you can be led into the presence glory so that prayer the inner the Holy Spirit can intercede for you and I believe through the wisdom and through the experience 
that we have had and those that are also coming on is going to, and then even Apostle Dr. Gail Davis had an awesome testimony where she'll tell you she died and came back. See, that right there make you more humble than anything. Glory to God. See, it increased her prayer life to another level. Glory. And let her know that it was only because of the prayers that was deposited. Glory to God in her life that God was able to go into her bank, her prayer bank, and bring them out. Glory. And begin to say good and faithful servant. Begin to say, oh, I remember when you have served my people. He said, it's not your time yet, so I'm bringing you back. See, I'm telling you, this is going to be real good. So for $40 for the lunch on Saturday, it's worth it. It's not about the money, glory to God. But at the end of the day, when you're having food, glory, and you're in a place, you have to pay for those things. And anyway, you should want to sow into the woman of God. Hallelujah. Amen. So in advance it's $40 and at the door it's $45, but they're going to have nightly service from 7 p.m. to and on um, Friday and Saturday, 7 p.m. But don't forget Saturday from 8.30 to 3.30 is going to be the breakout and lunch sessions and that's where myself and, uh, and Pastor Joe as a more Apostle Ronnie Adderley and uh, uh, Prophet Robert, we're going to all be there. Apostle Gail Davis, her team, and I believe that God is going to show up and help us because it's going to take, it's going to be God. It's not going to be us. It's going to be God. Hallelujah. So we thank God for leading us. We're praying for that. Look on Facebook. Look on Twitter. I believe that this is going out. If you have any questions, you can always connect with Kingdom Living Ministry. And then we're going to flow right into our three-day revival coming out of the prayer marathon on November the 9th through the 11th. We got some awesome men and women of God. I'm talking about these men and women of God are vibrant glory. They're filled with the glory. They're filled with God. And they got revelation kingdom-minded. I'm not lifting them up, but I am lifting up the king of kings, the glory of God that rests on their life. Glory to God. And that God used them mightily. Amen. And we thank God that they took it upon themselves to accept the invitation to come. So they'll be here on November the um, 9th to um, November the 11th. Our services will start at 7 p.m. Friday and Saturday. And then our Sunday morning service at 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. So you do not want to miss that. I'm talking about this is going to be also designed for leaders. Come on, you don't have to come and sneak who, see who they are. But come and receive because the Bible says let all as one unify. Amen. So we thank God for that. So let us as one unite for what? Divine restitution. It's time for us to take back everything. We already took it back. So we now need to unite as one um, and let us build together the kingdom of God so that we can build the city. Amen. So we thank God for Ezariah chapter 1 that allows us to stand on that foundation as we come forth into this Three day of divine resolutional explode compulsion. Hallelujah. So just imagine all of this from November the well, we started already October the first. So I'm saying now it's gonna be manifested through the revivals and the summit from November the second through the fourth, and then from November the ninth through the eleventh, and then we're gonna end it glory with something that is so glorious unto God. Because through the 21 prayers and fasting and all this that we did here, when we were here teaching live, God birthed out dollar prayer through 
Apostle Robin Stokes. So I am author Apostle Robin Stokes. Glory. It was God that told me to write it. As I was ministering to y'all online, he told me to write it down, make it plain. I didn't know he was going to birth it out. Glory. But he did it. So we're going to have the book launch acceleration um, galley on the 11th as well, which is Sunday, but it's going to start at 5.30 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time. So please come out, be supportive, and come and get your book signed. I'll have books on the site. Glory to God. I'm going to have a, a special price for those that come out, be supportive, but you can go to Amazon.com and Boys and Noble is on there now, but you are invited. It's going to be at the Home 2 Hilton Hotel, Liberty, Cincinnati, glory to God, which is located in Liberty Township, glory to God. Um, so it's home to Suites by Hilton, Cincinnati, Liberty Township, 45069. We're going to send all this out. So please, um, I need for you to RSVP, hallelujah, um, and you can um, do that at I am publishing and design at gmail.com. I am publishing and design at gmail.com. Amen. So go ahead and RSVP, galley, attire, come in your best. Colors is rose gold. Come on, see, come on, come on in. Glamorous, hallelujah. Because this is the day that the Lord has made. He has birthed out. He said, call him up. Down the prayer. Call him up. Call him up. He's ready to answer you. Call him up. He's ready to give you the tools and the information that you need to know how to pray effectively. How to call on his name. How to use his name. Glory to God. How to call on the right name in your time of need. Hallelujah. If I just need some peace, I need to call on Jehovah Shalom. Glory. If I just need him to provide something real fast, just call on Jehovah Jireh. Glory. If I just need for him to be my God Almighty, call on Jehovah El Shaddai. See, this book has a lot of tools that teach you how to pray. What names to use in your prayers to be more effective. I can't teach you how to pray, but I can give you tools to know how to call on the name through my experience. Glory to God, because God is working in my life and he's working in yours too. So we thank God for you. We're going to go ahead and close it up because we're going into our prayer marathon right now from 7.30 to 8.30. You're always welcome. 5554, you read or drive. Hamilton, Ohio, 45011, sweet I. So come on now. If you want to pray for your ministry, pray for yourself. Glory to God. So, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your word. We thank you, oh God, for the scriptures that you have broke down. You have allowed the word to manifest itself. You have allowed us to get revelation and understanding. Even as you have talked through me, Holy Spirit, God, we will take this word and apply it to our life to use it according to your will. So that the desires of our heart according to your will will be um, given unto us, oh God. And God, we don't take it for granted you showing up. You're always here. Matter of fact, even when we leave, oh God, you're going to follow us wherever we go because the glory cloud don't stay in one place. So we thank you, God, for coming with us in and out wherever we go and even being in the place so that as we begin to teach, as we begin to hear the word, we're able to have an understanding. We're able to apply it. We're able to have spiritual insight to be able to understand the application that you have presented to us with the knowledge of what it is of the application that we're learning on, which is the 31-day journey in the book of Proverbs. Thank you for opening up our mind of understanding. Thank you for illuminating our mind, for enlightening our eyes, and opening up our ears to have an ear to hear what the 
the Lord is saying, being able to discern through all things, be able to have uh, discretion because you said wisdom is discretion. Wisdom is understanding. Wisdom is discernment. And wisdom is humility. So Lord God, allow us to walk according to your will, according to your presence in Jesus' name. Amen. And God bless you again, Unlimited Grace Prayer Ministry, where our overseer is Pastor Joe L. As the Lord, God bless you, man of God. May God bless you for all you do for the kingdom of God and continue to strive, continue to do the will of God, because there's going to be many characters and integrity assassinators will know that heaven is clapping and shouting down good and faithful servant. Hallelujah. So we thank God for you and you and you and you and you. Until next time, tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're coming back. 31-day journey in the book of Proverbs, day 17, chapter 17. In Jesus' name, amen and glory to God. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.